welcome to VR Download. I'm your host today, Kyle. We are here in the Upload Virtual Studios, and and with me here today is hello everyone, Ian Hamilton, hitting in sit, sitting in Heaney's spot. Wow, I, I reverse oh, that. Yeah. yeah, we've got the live updates from Heaney at Display Week as he consumes all the information on the absolute latest in VR and AR displays. And I think he's having quite the moment getting all that information straight from the source. He he is absorbing a lot of, of visual stuff uh, right now. G- getting, I mean, the number of displays and I, I, he is, he is in, he is in LCD, LED, all, all the D's. He's getting all the D's right on his face. It's, it's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Welcome back, Kyle. It's been a while Hi. since you've been on. Yes, it has been. Thank you. It feels good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Guy, in our comments. Hello. Hi, everyone else. Uh, thank Hello, you for Guy. tuning in this week. Yeah, we're going to have uh, a little bit different this week as I sort of sit in Nahini's spot and try to answer the hard questions about display technology that he's really the expert on. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Guy, uh, just so you know, I was running virtual desktop on a go yesterday and it, I was trying to download the backgrounds, like the new little cool, like apartment, high rise apartment, and uh, they don't work on Go. So just giving you that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I know. No, really? no, 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 no. It's Go. I know. It's just it's not supported. That's fine. It's no big <laughs> deal. I I was trying. I was trying something out. Okay, I was having a little three doff nostalgia moment, and so. Uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, while Heaney is off uh, gallivanting around and playing at Display Week, uh, I'll be I'll be filling in for him here, and Ian and I will. I'll pretend to be Ian. I'll be you. You be Heaney. I'll try. Is I'll that, try. I don't uh, want to try the accent though. Well, I'm doing my Ian accent right now. <laughs> can 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 you tell? Can can you tell that this is this this is my Ian? Hi, yeah. I'm Ian. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. Oh, Guy says, uh, sadly, the Go cannot get updates, so won't be able to get the new environments. That's okay. That's okay. That's what I figured. No big deal. I'm just kind of making fun works, of the fact though, that right? I was using it. It still works Go, on this right? ancient headset. The- it, it, it did. It did. I was playing Lemmings on my PC from the Go. I'm all about like dead stuff yesterday. <laughs> like it was, it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> Ah, lemmings. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we've got uh, a sort of robust show for everyone today, and I'll, I'll do the introductions, and then we'll have stuff here up on Stevie. And ah, my hand is stuck in Stevie. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, what kind of accent does Ian have? It's, it's, it's actually named after him. It is the Ian accent. Um, <laughs> it, it is a mixture of... Uh, Midwest and West Coast, and a little. I, th- I think I hear a little Canadian every once in a while. I don't know if that's all about. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, you want to get into the news here, so that way this sure. is uh, actually a productive show. All right, here we go. First in the news, Meta opens its first store in California on May 9th, where you can check out Quest Two and take home a thirty-second mixed reality clip. Our Oculus. Or no, not Oculus. <gasps> Why did I say Oculus? Oh no, that was terrible. How'd that happen? Our uh, upload correspondents, Alex and Skiva from Between Realities, visited the store for us, Upload VR, to check it out. Ian, what's it like at the first Meta store? 
Yeah. It's apparently a little cramped. They said it was 1,500 square feet when Meta announced this. And the comments that I saw from some of the people who visited the store was that it was a little bit on the smaller side. If they really try having a lot of people getting in there, uh, it might be a little bit small. But this is a first run, uh, first attempt at this. Obviously, they can have all sorts of retail spaces down the line if they really do expand and see success this very much seems like a test to me it's kind of weird to have this traditional retail experience after preaching the metaverse for so many years here uh, at least uh, earlier versions of the metaverse being virtual reality right first they've been pitching rift since 2016 gear vr even before then but they've never had physical space to sell these various visions of the future and it it was really, really cool to see Alex put on these glasses in this video and then say, hey, Facebook, take a video. And his reaction live in the video kind of captures that moment that can be pretty cool for a lot of people going out and checking out this hardware for the first time. You know, it's not actually Facebook's first store. Uh, That's right. They did, the, they did the airports, right? They did do, I went in 20, I don't remember what year it was. Everything just kind of blends together now. I went, it was in Denver uh, International Airport. I went and checked out a Facebook store and did a Gear VR demo. And it had the similar feel to what this store, similar. This is a little bit more Apple-ified. They've obviously stolen some borrowed, acquired. I don't know what the term is, but yeah, they're definitely borrowing from the aesthetic of more of a you know it's like if brookstone and an apple store had a baby that's the aesthetic it feels familiar to me too because it it resembles like their setups that they've had at some conferences Mm -hmm. where they have those displays for all those headsets in a row yeah and they have all the accessories there on the walls but honestly like did you ever try visit the vive buses that they sent around the country back in 2016 ish time period no i I tend to not get in the back of you know (laughs) trucks of people i don't know personally but no i didn't i didn't I didn't do that. I know that there was some, uh, you know, interesting experiences going on in the back of those 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 buses. Oh, I mean, but, just showing. I think yeah. like tilt uh, tilt brush. I think yeah. was one of them back mm-hmm. there. You know, the the, the go to demo room scale experiences back in 2016, and you could go and basically get that from Five back in at various malls where they stopped off in various locations, and it was cool. Uh, but obviously had to like make a special appointment online. And I think they even have an appointment system for getting the mixed reality demos here. Yeah. And that was my favorite part of the video. It so captures the entire experience. The fact that you can kind of have this really high quality mixed reality video after your experience to say, Hey, this is actually what you can get. If you go to the meta store, it, it seems like a great idea. One of the pieces of feedback that I'd seen quite a bit about this store is well first of all it's in burlingame california which is meta headquarters number 17 or whatever it is it is in a location that's like why are you putting it here it would make more sense in a mall and it's like okay if it was 1987 probably yes but malls are very much right now not the place that people go um you know i i i understand that in a different universe and a different you know in a different multiverse 
there there would be a place for this in between the Microsoft stores, which are doing so well, as we all know, <clears throat> and and the Apple stores, which is where everybody goes to complain about their broken equipment, uh, and then look at devices that they're not going to buy and overpriced uh, accessories. But I I don't know uh, if if it needs to be actually physical store. Like I used to preach that a kiosk in a mall was the right thing to do, but that was in 2013, 2014. I mean, we're, we're way past that and a whole nother pandemic later. Uh, do we want physical locations where we put on, get in line to put on a headset? I mean, all, all the expos have been, of course, we say that while Heaney is right now currently putting displays on his head. So you, you be careful out there, buddy. Uh, but uh, wow. I mean, it, is the store necessary in today's it's weird. day and age? Yeah, it's weird to have the sense of whiplash kind of from mm-hmm. us kind of going so uh, hermit mode. I was looking at the the raw footage that Alex and Skiva sent, and like uh, one of their B-rolls, they're commenting on just how bright it is. And uh, I noticed Heaney getting out there in California made the same comment of just how bright it is. And it's like us VR hermits have been in our homes for too long. And uh, yeah, <laughs> actually going outside a little bit, uh, we noticed yeah. that there's actual <laughs> bright sunlight, and it's it's uh, new to us. But um, you know, it is weird to have this kind of go full circle back to this um, having stores again. Uh, I remember IMAX. I don't know if you ever went to an IMAX VR location. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that was a weird one because their very first location was right across the street from like a, a grocery store, mm-hmm. uh, and it was kind of an odd location to be in this like place where you wouldn't have a ton of foot traffic. And that was their very first uh, location made a lot of buzz, but then obviously disappeared very quickly as it it became apparent people weren't going to spend that amount of money to go try out VR. The thing that, that I think is so interesting is this is going full circle with that, where People were spending twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars, depending on how many people you have going through one of those experiences, to go out and try a wired VR headset for twenty minutes at a time, and then uh, have this you know very specific social experience. And it couldn't support a business; it it went out of business very quickly. And then we've come full circle now, where you've got a wireless standalone experience that you can go into a store and try for free. And if you like it, you take home a $300, you, you know, expend $300 and take it home. That's a completely different sales experience from just a couple of years ago. And it's wild to kind of go full circle there. You know, I haven't, I hadn't considered it. Like here I am, we're, we're talking about these stores and I'm, uh, at no point did I think about it actually being a place where things were being sold. Uh, you know, it's a store and the whole point is, is that you come in, you put it on your head, and then the sales guy says, so what do I have to do to get you into a Quest headset today? I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't picture that that is the intention. It's not just a, it's not just a, an opportunity to showcase. It's not a showcase. It's a store. Like they expect people to walk out with bags of stuff that they actually paid for and not given to them because they were, you know ambassadors or whatever yeah and i I commented on this previously like when you think Mm -hmm. about the size of department stores and how large they are to sort of display various styles it's kind of surprising that they're selling fashion in such small 
small places. And I think over time, like if if VR is really the future and it's going to be in most homes a decade from now, right? Like if that's where we're really heading, because there's been so many years here where people are like, oh yeah, VR is just a fad. It's a small market just for video game consoles. But no, Meta and Facebook are starting to bring into focus here that it is it is a very very big effort right they think everyone is going to want one of these devices down the line mm-hmm. and if you start to accept that that might actually happen the the role of these stores kind of changes in your head right like vr gloves down the line getting exactly fitted for your exact body uh makes a lot of sense to go down to a physical store to make those things happen yeah, yeah. Uh, now there was the the mixed reality capture uh, that we watched. Uh, Alex just just masterfully school everyone else there about how Beat Saber should be played. Uh, I, I just I, I bow down to uh, Alex's. Yeah, he skills. destroyed that just, song. I didn't see a missed just, note. I, I know it was great. And then, you know, in, I don't know if we didn't use the actual comment in some of the footage that they sent. Uh, but I think the guy who was running the mixed reality said, wow, I hadn't seen anybody do that well since Mark was in. Uh, and I'm assuming <laughs> that he's talking about Mark Ruffalo, uh, the Incredible Hulk actor. That's what I'm assuming that he was talking. That's the Mark that I thought he was talking about. So good job, Alex, for schooling Mark Ruffalo. That, that's a that's a sound bite right there. You can that's quote awesome. me on that. Yeah, I was listening yeah. to those. I, I heard talk of Cambria on one of those clips. Really curious to see sort of like the things that they could demo in the store. One of the the thing that gets me uh, on headsets, Kyle. I don't know if you're like this, but I've we've gone through enough generations here that like if there's a new headset on the market, I am going to 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 be in line and make sure I get that as soon as possible. Right. Like oh, it, yeah. it's a steam deck. I thought about whether I should get that new switches come out. I think about those things, new computers even, but yeah. when my, my entire senses like visual senses and audio are connected to the device that I'm wearing, I'll pay for the newest device as soon as it's available. And I, I think that's another amazing opportunity for meta stores to kind of show off is what you get if you upgrade but and Heck you yeah. come into the store. I mean the the next headset that I'm excited about is um my links showing up uh eventually, hopefully, right? Right? Where's my links? Uh I'm going to have to update my uh, uh, my address uh, cuz I'm going to be moving and so uh, I'm going to have to make sure that the links isn't sitting at a house I'm not living in anymore. That would suck. But yeah, no, new new headsets, man. I need to get my heads on the I need to get my head into that. Um, now we can neither confirm nor deny the fact that Alex and Skiva had the opportunity to try Cambria while they were there. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, it's the worst. You come on the show and just start just shouting just out all sorts of here to cause problems, man. That's all I'm. I'm here to test and make sure that the the because if it can handle me in the studio, then the studio is nice and stable. <laughs> uh, I will. I will say that. So, uh, uh, funky sloth here in the comments. By the way, the comments, uh, we are listening here and we see everybody here. Hello, Alex and Skiva and Sampler and Onakazi and Samson. And funky sloth wants to know, does Cambria have a release date? Uh, it does. Just nobody knows it. Um, (laughs) 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure Mark Ruffalo <laughs> the most does. Dad but, answer, like yeah. not just dad jokes, dad answers. Nope. Yeah. You're getting it full on. Opsar, hello. I didn't forget you. I, I don't, you know, uh, I know you're here. I know all of our regulars. It's nice to see that I, I walk away for a little while and everybody stays. Uh, Chris Richardson and, of course, Gee uh, and uh, a couple other folks. I don't want to scroll too far, far up or I'll lose my place. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Metastore, cool, neat, exciting, coming potentially to an empty mall near you someday, probably <laughs> not. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, maybe they can put them next to the – maybe they can buy all the old void – locations and use that too soon too soon yeah, yeah. too soon i, I want the I, void to come i, I back. found all my really old do. tickets from the void locations and they're like in a little pile of like sadness I, yes yes I, I i have a little void thing a little like wrist strap or something that i had uh at one point uh yeah i put that next to uh I have Tom Furness's business card, and I put that with it. And I was like, these are nostalgia pieces. Put that on the shelf. So look them up. Anyway, uh, let's go on to the next piece here and, and move on to New Horizons here. You ready? Yeah, yeah I'm uh, down to 13%. I don't know why my battery is uh-oh. failing me. I have the, the VR Power 2 on the back. I don't think it charged before I came in here. That's and, not good. Uh, yeah, I've got 13% to uh, oh. talk. Okay, well, we'll hurry through this. Uh, all right, next piece of news. Meta is moving events from Horizon Venues, remember that, to the Horizon Worlds platform and shutting down the original app in June. Uh, Ian, uh, did did you ever use Horizon Venues? Oh, uh, only when I had to, yeah. I went in there recently with Jamie to check it out to see what the Foo Fighters concert looked ah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't even fun to check out that Foo Fighters concert after all the connection issues from the people who were told to go check it out at a very specific time right after the Super Bowl. They said in their change here that in Horizon Worlds, people can jump between a game world to a hangout space, then head right into a big show with your friends. You know, it makes a lot of sense for them to close down this feature and move it into this uh, larger space but kind of the funny thing i was looking at it like oh are they moving it from one poorly rated app to a, a well-rated app and no uh the, the venues <laughs> app is actually one of the worst rated apps on the quest store and if you go and look at horizon worlds it's not faring too much better from the ratings standpoint but the thing that kind of gets me here is moving it from venues to horizon worlds cuts off quest one owners so horizon mm. worlds is restricted to People who are 18 plus live in the United States or Canada and have a Quest 2. It doesn't even run anymore as of January on the original Quest 1. It also runs on Rift. And then you've got to use your Facebook account with all that. So many caveats to get into the Horizon Worlds experience, whereas Venues was open a little bit wider than that. I'm going to disagree with you, Ian. Uh, I've been thinking about this. And the way you phrase that it sounds like oh it's such a subset of a subset of a subset of a subset but isn't it the majority of people in vr right now are quest 2 users i mean yeah no i did yeah yep and uh it's i think there's lots of advantages to starting from that group in vr right when facebook originally did its long march from college campuses to the rest of the world it picked a very specific subset of people to kind of target that service toward. And I can understand why they would maybe 
pursue something similar to that with Horizon Worlds. I'm thinking of all of the different social strategies Facebook has tried over the years. They've tried out pretty much every word you can come up with to define like a space where people can be in a room together, right? Those are the, the, the two technologies they had previously were spaces and rooms and both of them kind of disappeared. And everything right now is tied to your Facebook account at the same time that Meta is saying that at some point they're going to offer alternative login options. Well, it's just kind of weird to have all these Quest One owners out there where now one of their main social features is kind of deactivated on their headsets and they are in this limbo of whether they are going to have to keep using their Facebook account for the future or not. Well, like I like I like I said, uh, I, I think that the group of people that are being alienated by this decision is so small and irrelevant that it's like, eh, you know, I mean, it's it's a small percentage of people, and yes, I'm sure that there's one or two people out there going, no, I really wanted to use venues on my Quest One, but I really don't think that that's that that's a, I don't yeah. think that's a big group of people, honestly. Um, you know, I again, I, I can't believe I keep coming back to this. I'm sorry, but I was on my Oculus Go yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, Oculus Rooms. That's right, that was a thing. And I clicked on it; wouldn't even connect anything. Like it's just oh, the app yeah, is there, dead. but it's, it's dead. It's just there, uh, and so it's just kind of funny to think about all the different iterations. But now I was thinking about you know Horizon Worlds and what they need to do uh, to capture the true backbone of the Facebook user groups is to start putting nostalgia pieces in like give uh, that whole generation of people who love to answer. Hey, remember when it was 1958 and everything was awesome. You make worlds in horizon that are like that. Like here, come, you know, mow your lawn next to the guy next door that also mows his lawn on Sundays and stuff. Ooh. And, I know you could get everybody's grandmas so and moms. Is that your and idea, dads Kyle? We'll go that. set up Upload World, and it'll just be a David data harvesting, David it'll data just, harvesting space yep, where you know yep, people can come yep. in and answer those quizzes, and we'll yeah. tell them what Disney yeah. character they are. Exactly, and and we can have like uh, their third grade teacher because everybody remembers their third grade teacher's name can be the host to let them in, and then they can come in and tell everybody what their dog's name is, and uh, it would be like Pleasantville. But in but oh Horizon, gosh. that's my pitch. Okay, it's Pleasantville, but in VR. Send me money, please. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's what you got to do. There, you got to you got to appeal to the masses. That, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know I noticed that these new avatars don't laugh as much. <laughs> Looks like I'm chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I like the old ones. The old ones emoted, you know, my cheeks would go up and I would it's laugh. It's going to be so weird when we have the, the, the Cambria face sensing avatars, right? Like that's, that's, oh, people are asking for the release date of this next headset. Yeah. And like, we want to know that desperately too, but it's also like, we got to put on a timeline for development as well. And you know what? Let's jump into that one. Let's do that next. I'm going to jump ahead on the list, and we'll yep. go to we'll we'll go to that one, and we'll just talk about the the avatar. So, uh, next piece of news: Meta's researchers are approaching complete realism with Kodak avatars. Kodak, not Kodak. Kodak avatars 2.0, and build a custom built a custom chip to make photoreal avatars possible on standalone headsets. Ian, 
what do we know about Meta's advancements in very realistic avatars? Look yeah. at this guy. Wow. <laughs> I th- That's th- crazy. We had this video up here last week, but we didn't have a lot of details on it yet. And we've dived into it a little bit more and are sort of breaking down how this all functions. And I've seen a lot of the discussion as this video has kind of gone viral where people looking at this can't comprehend that that's a reconstruction, mm-hmm. right? Like you just look at that and kind of accept it as a person. There's no. other, other comments no. saying that mm-hmm. like, we don't know, who, like I don't personally know that person in real life. So it might actually look off to someone who knows that person in real life. Whereas even if, like I think it's interesting now that we're using the term photorealism, but that's actually not the bar for how realistic these avatars need to be. They need to be, you know, ego-realistic? I don't know. They need to be real to your perceptual systems. And that's a little bit different than appearing on a 2D piece of paper and how real these things need to actually appear to you. Um, And so uh, Heaney's articles, he's got a couple articles where we're looking at this and we've seen how far along these avatars are coming But Meta has gone to the extent of publishing a paper where they are running neural networks on a chip to more or less get energy efficient to encode the avatar. So there's two steps to this process. You have to sense the avatar from a headset, and then you have to actually like show that avatar to someone, even though they're very far away. And you are going to need chips to make that process run on mobile hardware. And Meta has shown at least concept you know, chips for this being a path down the line. At the end of the day, one of the things that Meta is going to end up doing is putting custom chips into their hardware to do some of these features that they are uniquely positioning themselves to do. And capturing your facial expressions and sending those to me and me capturing mine and sending those to you and then displaying those for the for our audience could be a very fundamental part of generations two three and four of cambria and then quest mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i look at this video and i think to myself the shark still looks fake I mean, I can still tell that that's not a real person, but really, is it real enough? I mean, this isn't like I'm looking at you right now, Ian, and and the way that your avatars like eyebrows move up and down, even though I know you can't control them. There's just these little little tweaks and whatnot, and it works well for an animated uh, not supposed to be photorealistic avatar. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, you watch Pixar movies, they've gotten to the point where they can make really super cool photorealistic, but instead of jumping, you know, headfirst into the uncanny Valley, they're like, yeah, we'll stylize it. And I like the, I personally like the idea of stylized avatars. I don't want a necessarily photorealistic one. Uh, I, I guess the option needs to exist. And then there's the whole, I'm controlling an avatar that like I could make my avatar look like you, Ian, and come in here and sit here and go, hello, I'm Ian Hamilton. I, mean, I could do that, but I'm not going to stop but threatening with this. Terrifying. Is it? Uh, okay. Well, 
it's, it's near and dear to your heart, you know, the identity, because think about this chip that they're building. Uh, if it's controlling the avatars, uh, is it also storing? Like, is this chip? I mean, the more photorealistic well, it is, are we yeah, so part of opening ourselves be... up for bigger deep fakes? See, I'm, I'm, I'm emulating Ian in my thoughts right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I, where's my, where's my tinfoil hat? Where's my tinfoil hat? Because they're stealing my identity. <laughs> yeah, Alex VR in the comments saying you can't imagine being online with someone with that level of detail on their face, and that is really it is it is impossible to imagine what a people kind of picked this apart when I talked about it last week where Kyle, we do this on a weekly basis and it's useful. And I get a sense of who you are from your body motions and we can still have, like there's still an advantage of this. We did a workrooms meeting recently where I can, yeah, there's, it's very valuable to be able to cast a screen together and be in the same space. Even if we don't have that added detail, but the moment that added detail is available to us, it's going to be like a light switching on, where, uh, you know, Meta has said, Heaney and I were talking about this this morning, Meta has said that their vision is to make it so that even though you're physically distant, you feel like you're present with someone else. And, you know, they can only, it sounds like an abstract thought, but this technology that we're talking about is exactly the technology they need to pull that off in a realistic way. And the moment we have it, it's going to be, completely different for all of communication and sort of the reasons we go outside could change. I don't know. It also brings us closer to, uh, you know, that, that star Wars level communication with a little hologram pops up on your hand. Like that doesn't have to be a scan of somebody. It doesn't have to be, Oh, look at my elbows going crazy. It doesn't have to be a bunch of cameras making a 3D, like, uh, you know, light field representation. It's just an avatar, a, a, a real looking avatar being controlled and manipulated by, you know, Darth Plagueis in, in his robe, sitting on his bed doing this with the, I mean, who knows? It's, it, there's a lot of possibilities there. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, I saw that Samson asked a question earlier. And yes, that is correct. It's totally the reference I'm making. All right. What 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 else do we want yeah, to say? Yeah, one of the questions these, yeah. I was going to respond to might have been the one you were. Uh, one of the people was asking how many of these can run these photorealistic avatars can run on a quest, and Heaney's article was saying that their most efficient model out of Meta can decode five avatars at fifty frames per second on a quest two, but that doesn't include the sort of encoding the capture of the avatars. And that's what these, that's what hmm. this chip could do, uh, more or less. Uh, I wonder what the poly count on these avatars is. I mean, oh man, imagine the performance that is going to be necessary. And I get they're offloading it onto its own little personal chip, but I mean, there's still stuff that's going to have to happen to make this work. I mean, you're not going to have. Like Horizon is the oasis as it stands where everybody has whatever avatar they want. I mean, the amount of computing power, uh, no, no, no amount of John Carmack's can make that happen in the next five to 10 years. I don't know. I'm still stuck on you coming in as, you know, if you come in as my, as my avatar, I have to come in as your avatar. Sure. And then we act as each other in the show. Like that's, I would do that. I, that's going to be weird, man. Are we going to do that? Like what year of this show do you think that's going to happen? 
what year? I'm talking about doing it next week, man. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, I mean, it's the newer avatars. It's going to come. It's going to go stylizing. I mean, just like any other, you know, know, people dress in baggy pants, then they dress in tight pants, then they go back to baggy. And then next thing you know, somehow another zip off shorts become a thing. I mean, we'll, we'll have different styles and they'll build a whole chip to make these photorealistic. Have you you seen moon Knight? Uh, no, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. I just haven't had time. I just haven't had time. I have seen Dr. Strange though. That was, was, I haven't seen that one. So don't spoil that one. No, I can't look at the comments anymore. Someone's going to try to spoil it in the comments. No, I, I was really surprised to see Groot make a cameo but that's that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> you don't know if i'm kidding i'm, not, I'm not gonna watch the movie about and I, this. that's gonna hurt me in the middle of the movie is that what you just did um no yeah uh i there's a lot of avatar stuff in moon knight that's the one spoiler i'll i'll do there uh mm, yeah. okay okay yeah speaking of avatar have you seen the new avatar trailer uh, for the the Nickelodeon cartoon, the Fire Nation or the Water Nation, it, it, is that is that Water Nation? Is that what we're? Is that no? The blue the the, the dances with Smurfs. Yeah, no Avatar. It yeah. has there's the Fire Nation and the the Water Nation, the Air Nation, oh. Avatar. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm upset that I know you're mixing. I know you're, you're, you're yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the, no, the I, I'm just I, I you know, I'm I, trying to dad joke and I'm trying to get in, in the vibe of you. It's it, right. You need to be is if you're gonna use my avatar next week, then yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> he need freak about the holographic out? Glasses? Uh yeah, so let's talk about holographic glasses. Which which one is that? Is that the is that the NVIDIA one? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let me go to that one. Okay. Uh all right, next piece of news. NVIDIA researchers build a pair of glasses that look like two exclamation marks on your face. Uh, it's actually the thinnest VR display system yet, just 2.5 millimeters thick, but don't expect this in products anytime soon. Ian, would you wear two exclamation marks on your face like this? This guy is the <laughs> most surprised. I think that reality- these are the most stylish glasses I think I've seen yet, right? Like, I'm excited. These are like- you're making a statement when you go out those. I've seen you at some of these VR conferences, and oh, you've yeah. worn glasses pretty close to these. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I so used to, I used to wear a big pair of old people glasses, and then people be like, "Oh, oh, what headset is that?" And I'm like, tap, 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 and like, yeah, they don't know. <laughs> New prototype stole this from FRL or MR. So, wait, yeah. yeah, go ahead, MRL. Which MRL? is going full circle to the markup language, I think, that they had back in the 90s. VRM. So this is Stanford and NVIDIA researchers who have come up with uh, this display system. And previously, Facebook revealed 9 millimeter thin glasses that were uh, along the same lines, but I think they could only display a couple colors. This is, of course, uh, way thinner. The thing to understand about this particular bit of research is it was presented in connection with Seagraph, which Seagraph isn't even going to happen until August. And mm-hmm. when you go to Seagraph, and I've been at Seagraph uh, a couple times, there are various sections, but all the sections are like technologies that will never see. Like one section is like a robot tail, right? Like, a, like they've actually built a robot tail that can counterbalance you in different ways. And there's just... 
there's a, it's really hard for me to imagine a physical robotic tail ever being something that someone's going to spend two thousand five thousand dollars on right boy it's i've a, got some commercially... conventions i've got some conventions you need to go to buddy <laughs> <laughs> that's what the glasses are for this is what the glasses are for oh, okay. Okay, okay okay but like there's ideas that are just so far-fetched they have weather systems above your head that can turn out air and heat in various ways so you can have that kind of added immersion like all really cool ideas that are eye-opening but they often are going to take at least multiple years to ever see any kind of progress. And if I go back to Seagraph, maybe 20, I don't know, 12, 2014 timeframe, uh, maybe even a 2015, 2016 timeframe, I'm going and seeing these types of projects from researchers who are later going to go get hired by Facebook and Meta. Like they go and do this research at another company and then Meta comes and says, hey, actually go and take your idea further and see if you can turn it into something that we can use down the line. And again and again over the years, I've seen people who presented their earliest work at Seagraph go on to other companies where they're trying to realize maybe ideas similar to this or different avenues. Here we are in 2022. We've been hearing about verifocal displays for a very long time those various ideas for verifocal displays have been shown over seagraph events going back a very long time but as time progresses and as more money gets spent on vr headsets these ideas are going to get seen through as far as they possibly can so my expectation is we're going to go to seagraph in august and maybe get to actually see what the actual state of this research is and other research like it. And there's going to, of course, be severe drawbacks or at least things that need to happen. Meta over there, they describe it as miracles that need to happen for various technologies to become mainstream. And uh, yeah, we need like miracles to happen for this type of technology to become mainstream. I do like the idea that these are the thinnest like the, the this display this is the six minute abs of the vr headset world uh you know and until somebody comes out with the five minute abs thinner is better thinner 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 because as with the thinner they go the more lightweight that they are i mean watching some of the preliminary stuff that heaney is sending over which stay tuned because some of this stuff is going to be mind-blowing i mean upload vr is going to be all about displays and stuff that he's seeing a lot of potential over the course of the next few years i mean if you think of how long we've been in this industry ian i mean you and i are kind of old men now in the industry i mean oh my back hurts oh man yeah it's really bad uh, how long we've been doing this and how far we've come i mean dk1 stuff and even before that and cardboard i was just cleaning out a closet and i'm like oh look at this cardboard it's brand new it's never been open should i keep it what's the value to this i mean am i ever going to put a phone in a little piece of cardboard and think nostalgically about google i don't i don't know will i uh i kept it because that's how i am but i mean look at how far we've come from the 720 uh, you know, uh, aspheric lenses with 70 whatever degree field of view, three degrees of freedom. I mean, and now we're doing this. I mean, this is this is this is the next level stuff. And I mean, we'll pass through 
AR be the next mainstream technology in this space? Uh, I'm putting my money on that. Uh, but eventually, we're going to have to get to see through as opposed to pass through. And then what type of technology works for that? What do the lenses look like? I mean, this is just another step. I don't expect to ever walk, although I would. I don't ever, ever expect to walk around with glasses with giant exclamation marks on my face, but I totally <laughs> would. I totally would. Yeah. I love it. It looks like Loki to me. I can't not see Loki. Oh, I see that. Lines. Yes. I yeah. see that. Yeah. That is low key Loki. Yeah. Huh. But I don't know. I don't know. You're I mean, making a statement. The exclamation marks might, might be a, I, a good, I guess, you know, you put question marks are coming. You put question marks and it can be an old 90s style Batman villain. Uh, all right. Let's see here. So Did I get through all of it. I think we got through now all we've got we've got oh, no, one more one. piece. Uh, so Mark Ruffalo. I'm sorry. I keep saying that. Mark Zuckerberg met with the Italian billionaire behind Ray-Ban in Oakley because luck. What is it? Luxottica. Uh, they basically, if you were, if you're a bespectacled individual, see, I found a way to work it into the show. I found a way to work it in. Uh, then you have to thank this guy, uh, who, uh, Mark Zuckerberg went and just, uh, demonstrated the Meta's neural wristband. Uh, Ian, what, 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 what is your take on this other than two, you know, gajillionaires talking about how better to, um, control things but this time with their wrists uh you know they're going to use their wrists to control the world now no but seriously this technology is kind of kind of nifty i don't know uh so it is i mean this so (laughs) this is the thing where the verge reported that meta more or less thinks they're on to the next keyboard and mouse like this is the next input device of the future and we'll control our glasses with this thing on our wrist. I'm really curious how many years into the future Mark Zuckerberg is going to partner with more or less the the existing eyewear industry. So this this guy represents Oakley, Ray-Ban, and so many of the other brands you understand from sunglasses and eyeglasses. Apple is so famous for building all parts of its technology, right? They integrate everything. They try to build all the way on down, uh, you know, as much of the process as they can control, they try to control. And Meta has to find a way to compete against that strategy in the coming years and to offer unique products. And as it is right now, the Ray-Ban stories are pretty impressive but they're they're not in a market by themselves, right? There are other uh, devices that are in the same area. It's just pricing wise, Meta also tries so hard to discount its devices, and it it very much looks to me like uh, you know it's interesting to me that both Stories and Quest Two start off at three hundred dollars, right? And you can see that if you go into a Meta store. Uh, even if you can't like even if you don't have a reason to go play VR games for uh, an hour a day or even an hour a week maybe you have a reason to have sunglasses and so there's like you, you might walk out of a meta store with sunglasses when you went in there to go check out a VR headset 
And you'll be thinking about that VR headset in the future when Christmas comes around. And that's kind of like this, this long-term strategy playing out as it is right now, right? Down the line, it could be kind of, you know, they could have those sunglasses could be full AR glasses and running similar apps, but different apps from the Quest. And you could go in and purchase both those devices and maybe get an introduction to this wristband or to gloves or things things like that but it's he's not wearing glasses right now but it's easy it's easy to imagine him wearing glasses and then using this to interface with the computer system that's on your glasses and that's more or less the end goal there right if you put those two devices together you have more or less the next decade and a half of computing effort at meta mapped out for you Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting input option, hopefully an option, not a requirement. Uh, but who knows? Apple might use the Apple Watch in a similar fashion uh, yeah. to control their device. I mean, who knows? Uh, I think I think AirTags and AirPods and AirWatches and all that. I know AirWatches is a real thing. But, um, you know, and I think the really important thing to do would be as if we put 90 seconds on the clock and we came up with how many different ideas of what mark is saying to this guy (laughs) uh you know like what are the different possibilities of what he's just saying right here and obviously you can see him kind of manipulating something it's like okay now this is how i change the stock market on on a whim you know yeah you can yeah you can see see that he's very pinch the little people there and squish them with your fingers yeah 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 so I, I don't know. I think that would be funny to to have like a caption contest of what what is what is Mark saying to this gentleman here? Um, yeah, let's see here. Anything going on in the birdie saying Meta selling their vision hard? I think they'll fail. The future of VR will be determined by consumers, not Zuck. Yeah, I mean, I you know, not to be controversial, but I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is doing more uh, financially than anybody else on the planet to push forward this technology. I mean, am I wrong in saying that it might be controversial and you might cringe at the fact that I said it, but is anybody else putting that level of money into pushing this technology forward than him? Uh, No, I think you're, you're absolutely right. I think the question that's going to have to be posed to him over time is what are you doing to enrich the physical world with, with all your money as well? If you go back to the move of venues inside of horizon, I don't understand why they haven't bought 11 table tennis, walkabout mini golf, and maybe big screen, even though I think they're trying to do their own version of big screen. But like these apps that represent all these venues you go to in the physical world, right? You might actually go to a gymnasium and play a game of table tennis if you're in a table tennis club. You might, uh, there's a pool games out there. They should buy a pool game, a bowling game. They should have the best. I I would be surprised why they don't try to have the best of every one of those venues because, you know, it fundamentally fulfills this vision that he's out to to realize that it's easier to go and do those things by just putting on your headset than it is to drive there. You want – you're advocating for – meta to purchase all of these apps so that they can have some sort of Wii sports version inside horizon. I mean, horizon already has 
600 paintball rec room knockoffs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're just, they're not going to buy any of these companies. They're just going to build their own version of it and, and compete. Uh, yeah, they're going to, we'll they're going to do the Microsoft Internet Explorer version in the, in VR. Yeah. I mean, that's what Horizon Worlds is. But did you try? I tried the air hockey in Horizon Worlds and it was the most abysmal. Like someone had built a air hockey table inside of the questies that was shown in the super bowl so they they had their super bowl ad in there i went into the horizon world that that was based on and it was it, you know it had a couple mini games around the sides but like mm-hmm. uh that's not the same as like uh that experience like i want an arcade cabinet with my favorite arcade game on it and i want to play it with three other people and i want to have a table tennis table that feels as good as the one in 11 vr in my home space in Horizon. And I want to be able to go play bowling and mini golf with my friends, no matter what headsets they have. Meta is closest to realizing all of those things that I just described. Mm-hmm. And I'm not advocating for them to do all those things. What I'm saying is, or what I meant to be saying, is that it would make a lot of sense if I were meta for them to go and acquire those places because they are going to be like the most common hangouts. Like these analogs for traditional games are things you can pick up and instantly do inside of a headset. And uh, it just, it seems it it would seem weird for me to me that meta wouldn't try to wouldn't ship their own. Like it seems horizon world's, I don't know if it's going to be able to get there as far as the person-to-person physics games, right? Like, that air hockey table that was in that Questies thing was just... I hit the puck, and it warped away for a second and then reappeared somewhere else. And that that's mm-hmm. a miserable experience. It, it you're, you're describing, though, the growing pains of a burgeoning technology i mean they're going to yeah. figure out those 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 latency <laughs> i said it that way it's latency uh problems they're going to figure all that out those yeah. are just those are hiccups in in an otherwise uh already established so social i mean you know to go into facebook oh here i'm going to ask you this ian did you play farmville back in the day I skipped Farmville, but I've played games similar to them. Okay. So did Farmville have any non-Facebook competition? Yeah. Yeah. Did did they were they as successful as Farmville was? No. And the reason is is because it was built into a social ecosystem that was already established. And so as much as everybody wants to not use their Facebook login to get into their headset, the reality of it is <laughs> reality of it is that you're going to want to, because that's how you're going to connect with other people. And again, not advocating for any of this. I'm just pointing out the obvious end result here is that horizon worlds will be where everybody goes to do the things that everybody's going to want to do, because that's what everybody else is doing because the very vocal minority of people in this industry that, care and and again you can hate me for these opinions but i mean i just have a feeling that this is the way it's going to go and unless something drastic happens i'm not saying that that couldn't happen but it's just it's just the sad reality of it is that we're all just gonna keep using uh, i'm sounding very dystopian i'm sorry what a bummer sorry (laughs) tell me i'm wrong ian tell me i'm Uh, wrong 
I, uh, there's this idea that like how open that vision is, is still unclear, right? Like I want to be able to pick up a headset and, uh, I recently set up a couple iPads cause I wanted to set them up as cameras to view my pets when I'm away. I wanted to test that if I could do that. And I was able to go through the entire process of setting up a, uh, a Gmail account and then a Apple account with made up details, right? Just put in whatever information I could put in there to make the account, to make this thing. It's easy to set up a fake Facebook account as well, right? What is going to happen to Facebook's real identity policy over the long term? Like, how much are they going to enforce that and in what ways and in what places? Because that is going to, it's just going to run against so many different things. But I've tweeted back and forth with Bosworth and other people at Meta where I've always felt like the Facebook requirement of the headsets could have always been left optional. And I didn't understand why it's a necessary thing. But I don't understand why you can't go and get a headset and then log into your Facebook social details later after the initial setup process. Like if you want to go and use, I don't know, iMessage or the equivalent messenger on the Facebook network, right? Maybe that makes sense to go and set up a Facebook account when you want to go and have social stuff. But the fundamental basic operation of the device of sideloading content onto it, I don't think that should necessarily be tied to your social account. And we still don't have a clear picture of how how that's going to function. So, like, I get what you're saying, Kyle, but, like, walk about mini golf right now, I don't have to have that Facebook account to invite someone in who chooses not to use Facebook, right, and have a game of mini golf with them. And I think that's a fundamental thing going into the future. Like, your access to social spaces shouldn't be dictated by which accounts you have. Yeah, I know. And... Uh, I, I want that to be true. I just, I, you know, uh, looking at the past and seeing what has happened over the time. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just, like I said, I'm just being, uh, being negative Nancy here. Negative Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Calamity Kyle. There you go. Calamity Kyle. Calamity yeah, Kyle. You're trying to get in my headset too much. So you, you yeah. end up with Calamity Kyle. All right. Well, are, are we are we done here, Ian? Now I was looking at the comments. Such there was one comment I was going to mention, and you distracted me with your your yeah. uh, line of thought uh, to be legless. Yeah, I'm. I feel weird. I put I put our legless uh, avatars in the thumbnail today, and it was very obvious oh, where our yeah. legs are not there. That's fine. I skipped leg day anyway, so that's good. <laughs> Michael's comments referring to the fact that the air hockey was so crummy in Horizon Worlds. Jack of all trades, master of none, mini golf, table tennis, bowling, they all have better standalone games. And that's Mm. absolutely true. And that's just why I kind of scratch my head at it where um, maybe maybe it's a bit much to make those as extension points to Horizon Worlds. Like you shouldn't remake those games in Horizon Worlds, but like portals from Horizon Worlds, home spaces to those spaces or having a table tennis table for your home space, right? Like those are the things that I, I would expect to see in the next generation of all this, and I don't know, Kyle. Like it's it's really hard to even get two computers sharing uh, a browser window together, right? Like 
work in many ways workrooms is the very latest very front end of the work that meta is doing the fact mm-hmm. that you can share your browser with me from your pc is a pretty big deal yeah i won't be sharing my browser history with you though ian <laughs> so that's i, I don't want to do that you know well, you uh, somebody it with I'm sharing it with Google and any Analytica company out there. Yeah, that's fine. They could see that I searched for, uh, you know, in in creative cat doors. Uh, But no, uh, I saw that somebody had posted earlier. I don't remember whoever it was. I apologize. I made the comment about the Unreal train station thing. And I'd be curious to see what that actually looks like in a VR headset that wouldn't melt my face while I was looking at it. So, you know, keep in mind that that level of detail isn't, isn't even close to being capable on standalone. So uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe a high-end PC VR headset. PC VR is not dead if you want to keep seeing cool stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's this about? Somebody said Servios is dead. What does, Servios seems to be leaving the VR world behind. That's sad to me. Chris Richardson says that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Servios, you can't get any more embedded in the, the beginnings of the, the this iteration of the VR scene than Servios. I mean, those are old school. It's an old school t- team. Yeah. I, uh, I'll have to go look into that. I didn't realize that they were leaving the VR space behind. I mean, what what is that? Did you? Yeah, hear? we need to go look at what they're doing. I mean, I yeah. I think there's plenty of companies quietly leaving VR over the years. It makes a lot of sense if you've got the right kind of partnerships in place or the right kind of people on board to kind of shift to a flat screen title or even yeah sh- shift in I, I, I don't know if it's I don't, too hard to get on quest I, I don't know why not both you know i mean do both it's there's plenty of room for games that can be digested in in both mediums i mean i don't know that's just me uh ian hey uh it's 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 been a lot of fun being yeah. back here in the studio uh you know making controversial and annoying statements and What's your what's your secret project that they keep asking us? Uh, what, what where's yeah. Kyle? Where's the spectacle individual? What's going on? So there's a what few things going on. I'll talk a little bit about it. Um, I don't know if uh, Alex and Skiva are are in the chat still or not, but um, yeah, there's there's a few things going on. I am uh, not in front of the camera, uh, but have been aiding Alex and Skiva in producing a show uh, unique to the uh, for us. To, to the community that, that you're going to love it. Uh, it's very uh, dev centric and it's going to give you some interesting uh, perspective on developers and games. And there's some mixed reality mixed in and interviewing and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, there you go. Skiva still in the, in the chat. So bug, bug Alex and Skiva, but they're not going to tell yet. Uh, we're getting a couple episodes in, uh, in the bank, in, in the memory bank before we start releasing these. It's not a live show. It's a fully produced and, Pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. So we've got that going on and, um, we've got some other stuff in the mix that are still in their preliminary phases, but yeah, you'll, uh, don't worry. I'm still here. You're not getting rid of me that easily. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing some stuff. So don't you, yeah, I'm not really liking the way that these avatars emote. Like I want to be <laughs> and not it's yeah, whatever. So yeah, uh, look, look forward to. Hey, you know we're we're doing this like showcase thing. Um, we might we yes. might 
you know, maybe release, release the, uh, the new show, one of the new shows right around that time. So that might be Ooh, cool. Good idea. I know. I know. So if you're a developer with a game out on the market and you're like, Hey, might be fun to be part of this, uh, hit Alex and Skiva up. They might want to chat with you. Yeah. Might be, might be fun. It was really cool to see them at uh, Meta Store last week and get that uh, mm-hmm. sort of yep. firsthand account of what it's like. So thank you guys so much for getting out there and uh, checking out the store in California. Um, hopefully we see some more of those. Uh, you know, the thing I thought about that store that was interesting is that it felt like it could have been put in other stores too, right? I could see that mixed reality wall being inside other retail stores. It yeah. doesn't have to exist as its own place. So think about all the places that you could put a mixed reality setup that isn't a f- meta store like you could put one inside of like a frulati uh you could put one inside of uh you know a tim hortons uh you could put one inside of uh i mean heck mcdonald's they the mr right mick mick r that's one we haven't seen yet mick r oh no no can i re can we can we cut this out it's live oh, yeah shoot. you can get your number one and uh 15 minute vr experience and yeah order yeah, your you, quest online and when you get home it'll be it'll be there by drone oh my do you want fries with that oh no all the dipping sauces <sighs> but yeah right. contact alex and skiva skiva yeah. uh, in our comments there saying ping them on twitter and yeah it was really cool to see him at uh, the meta store and thank you guys heading out there and um yeah we've got a Busy couple weeks here. Yeah, like we said, Heaney is at the display week. It's going to be, you know, that means we're going to have a lot of technical stuff to wade through in the coming weeks leading up to the showcase. And then uh, obviously later this summer, we're looking at Seagraph. We referred to that a little bit earlier in the show where Seagraph is going to be another big technical event where we're going to see a lot of the future ideas for VR play out and we plan you, to cover all that stuff in the coming you, you months. You keep saying C graph. And I always said SIG graph, like an I instead of an E. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. Should I, should no. I spell it out? S I G G R. No, 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 no. It's just one of these things where it's like, you know, is it, how am I supposed to be saying? What did it? you say? Latency earlier? Late, late, no, I said latency. latency. There's a certain there's a certain person in the industry who has always pronounced it that way, and that's always amused me. Latency instead of latency, but that's okay. You know, uh, tomato, and then tomato, he, potato. He right? Also say patents or no, patents. patents, patents. That's right. Yes, but that's 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 more of a that's more of a like a, a regional Sigraph. dialect. Sigraph. I don't know. Sigraph? I don't know. Seagraph or Siggraph? I don't know. Seagraph? Siggraph. I I don't know. It could be. They should be numbered so that we can have people just put one and two. So one, Seagraph, two is Siggraph. Yeah. It's like thing one. Who wins? Billionaire one, billionaire two. Like B1, B2. I don't know. All right. Uh, Hey, um, yeah, I don't think there really is a right one. It's just, uh, you know, there's no right or wrong. It's just different, and that's okay. (laughs) Ian, we'll we'll meet together in our pronunciation of the eyes. It's all good. It's all good. All right, everyone. Well, this has been a blast being back in here with Ian, and I'll uh, I'll sneak in again sometime and and boot uh, Michael wrote Sea Giraffe, and I just have to address that they actually had a giraffe at one Sea Giraffe. So it could be like Seagraph. 
like all the people who mispronounce it and say GIF and, and they're not saying it the right way, like GIF. Yeah, I come onto the show and that's the kind of chaos I bring. So you're welcome. All right, uh, Ian, I'm going to, I'm going to put a cap on this episode. Uh, again, this has been fun. Go check out uploadvr.com for all of your latest, latest news reviews, comments, interviews. Gosh, I haven't said it in so long. It's been a blast. Everyone. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the future. Bye-bye.